Hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of Troll Talk Podcast. I am your host, Liz Cox, and guys, we got another good one for you today. I know I say it every time, but I just, sorry, not sorry. We pick amazing guests to have on our show, and they're just amazing. So today is no exception. Today we have Brittany and Ryan Worthen of Real Special Productions, which um, they are wedding videographers here in the Lexington area, but shoot all over the country and the world and are amazing. Um, And they're on the podcast today talking all things videography, why they are such advocates to have it as a part of your wedding day, but also we talk about so much more. They kind of pull back the curtain on their own marriage and just um, hard things that they've walked through together and how it has strengthened them enormously, um, especially in the last like year or so. So I am so excited. Their marriage is one that I look up to so much, and I'm so excited for you guys to get a peek inside of their heart and just feel really encouraged by them and their life that they've built together and just their relationship. Um, You'll laugh. You'll cry. You'll be encouraged. Well, you may not cry. I don't know. I cried, basically. Um, But you'll laugh a lot, and they're the best. They're so real. They're so honest. They're just... They're the best. They really are. Um, I'm going to just ramble if I keep talking about them, but um, they're some of my dearest, dearest friends. And it's funny, I was editing this episode and house sitting at their house. (laughs) I was like, this feels right. Um, So they're just dear friends who I absolutely love, but they're also incredible vendors in our industry um, who couples are so blessed by when they have them there on their wedding day. So I just can't wait. I just can't wait for you guys to hear this episode. Before we jump in, I want to give an amazing shout out to our podcast sponsor for today's episode, Piper Pals. Um, Piper Pals is an incredible um, like pet daycare program here in Lexington, Kentucky, but they also specialize in wedding wedding concierge service. Um, And I'm just going to share with you guys what they have to offer. Piper Pals Wedding Concierge was born out of their love for two things, dogs and love stories. At Piper Pals, they know that no family occasion is complete without your four-footed companions by your side, and your wedding day should be no exception. At Piper Pals, they are overjoyed to provide this bespoke service training, dressing, and chauffeuring your fur baby to make your special day as seamless and joy-filled as possible without burdening friends or family by asking them to be on pet duty. At Piper Pals, they work together with your photographer and videographer, shout out real special, um, to ensure the sweetest pictures of your beloved pet to treasure for years to come. Prepare your wedding party member who will handle them during the ceremony to have your pup on their very best behavior and to cater to every need your pet may have that day. And they are incredibly generous and are offering 15% off to all of the lovely Twirl Talk listeners. So if you book with Courtney and her team, just mention Twirl Talk and you'll get 15% off of their wedding day package at Piper Pals. Guys, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy this seriously amazing episode with Ryan and Brittany Worthen. All right, friends, I'm sitting here with two of my best friends. Ryan and Brittany. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been so excited for this episode for so long, and we're finally making it happen. Yes. Yay. And it's going to be so <laughs> fun. Um, I could tell you guys all the things I love about Ryan and Britt, but um, 
I'll let them tell you about themselves. So take it away, Ryan and Brittany. Well, I was born on October 25th. <laughs> nine, oh, too far back? All right. Well, 50 years ago. <laughs> let's... Close, close, close. <laughs> we, We're nearing 40 years ouch, ago. Ouch, ouch. Shots fired. Yeah. Love you, babe. All right. Okay, well, here we go. So uh, I think a good place to start for us is uh, how we first met, or I guess oh, I when we first story. saw each other. Uh, so um, I'll tell the first part. Brittany can kind of jump in here. But I have been filming weddings since 2002. Um and back in 2007, 2008, 2008, uh, I was filming a wedding of a good friend of mine, and uh, we were at the Wilmore Community Center, um, and she was having her reception there. And the bouquet toss came along, and I went to go uh, get the perfect angle for the for the toss, and. Uh, Abby, the bride, tossed the bouquet, and this beautiful blonde swatted a couple little kids out of the way and leaped forward and caught the bouquet. And I, I couldn't even think straight after that. I was captivated by her. I, I kind of, I mean, I, I told her this, so it's not the first time she's heard it. But like, I was never attracted to blondes before until <laughs> okay. I saw her. I'm yeah, not thanks. even kidding. Like, it, it was a game changer when I saw her. Oh, and, so and the great part is, I have that moment. On film, like you know, and this was back in the days when you actually shot on film. So I was shooting on like old school, you know, oh, I love this. you know, mini DV tapes and all that fun stuff. So, anyways, uh, Brittany caught the bouquet, and then just a few minutes later, the bride wanted to do a group photo of all of the people who um, were at the wedding that were Asbury graduates. And so she was an Asbury grad. I'm an Asbury grad, and it turns out this beautiful blonde was also an Asbury grad, and she was standing just a few people away from me. Yeah, she was. So <laughs> I, uh, I I could not stop thinking about her um, throughout the, the reception, and uh, at one point I even mentioned to a friend of mine, um, I said, hey, who is that, that girl that caught the bouquet? And she told me Brittany's name and offered to introduce me to her, but I got really shy and said, "Oh no, no, no! I need to work. Like I'm, you know, I need to focus." So I didn't have the courage to actually talk to Brittany at the wedding. So I'll let you kind of pick it up from there. Um. Well, after the wedding, it was several months later. You uh, were going to give the bride her wedding video, yep. and when you guys met, she said, "Hey, I have someone I want you to meet," which happened to be me. And set us up on a double date for that December. Nice. And we've been together ever since. That yep. was 2008. Yep. So. so, brides, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah. the whole bouquet toss really is good luck for your bridesmaids and all the girls at your wedding. It like, is. And let me let me it, just tell you, thing. that was the summer I graduated college. And it was my ninth wedding that I had attended. And on the way to that wedding, my sister was like, maybe you'll meet someone there. And I'm thinking, haha, no, I won't. This is, you know, like... My tenth wedding, but it was it was so tenth one's fun. a charm. That's yes. right. <laughs> but so. I will say though, aside from meeting Ryan's originally from Toledo, Ohio, and I'm from Knoxville, Tennessee. Obviously, Asbury both brought us here, and we stuck around. But um, real special is something that we do on the side. It's a side business for us. We both work full time. Uh, Ryan is the director of marketing and communications at a company in downtown Lexington, and I am a professor at Asbury University. So, 
and we have a two-year-old that keeps us busy. Our just will, uh, just a yeah. little bit. Our <laughs> sweet and precious Willow Rose. So, oh. yeah, that's us and where we're from. I love it. I like knew all of those things, but hearing the story like that is just really fun. And I've seen the video. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a lot. I'm not but kidding. Like she literally best. like swatted a couple like pre-teenage girls out of the way to catch that bouquet. Yeah, and you did. She had no shame about it either. No, I was like, really excited. She was determined to catch that bouquet. <laughs> At every wedding, that was my goal. Yeah, I believe yeah, it. Yeah. And it finally worked. You found your Prince Charming. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, so when Congrats. the DJ plays... All the single ladies, all the single ladies, you need to get out on the dance floor so that you can grab that bouquet. That's right. I've taken some girls out before. Hey, yeah. I haven't like found my Ryan yet, but it'll one come, day, it'll the 10th wedding, yes. we'll be ready. Yeah. We'll be ready. Mm. Um, gosh, I'm just, I just love that so much. It's just literally my favorite. Because it, it's that kind of story that you're like, that'll never happen. You know what I mean? And then it's like, no, like legit, that was what happened. And he was like, you know, made a baby and stuff. <laughs> many, that, that many years later. Many years later. Yeah. Very fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. The making, the making or, the, or seeing me? The making. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the fatherhood. Can we move on? <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. We'll, we'll get okay. to healthy marriages later. <laughs> what keeps them healthy? What brings us um, the most joy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We, we won't tell the audience what our <laughs> test run was for audio, Ooh. although maybe maybe now it's appropriate to combine that. You might want to listen to the bloopers at the end. Just saying. <laughs> It'll be bonus, <laughs> bonus material. Oh, gosh. Okay, so you all are wedding videographers, and a question we get asked a lot from brides is, should they do a wedding video or not? I personally, and for those that don't know, I did photo and video for years before I was at Twirl. So I personally am team video always for a lot of reasons. But I have several friends who aren't, and it rips my heart out. But as videographers, you all are obviously team video too. <laughs> but share with us why that is. What is it about video that adds value to the wedding day and the memories after the couples just can't, they just can't get that through pictures alone. So like, advocate. Advocate for video. <laughs> Why does it matter? So I, the story that I always go back to really, you know, it was very early on when I started filming weddings. Um, there was a moment that I was able to capture that it just really hit me, like the significance of the work that I was doing at the time and that we do together now. Mm -hmm. So um, it was one of the first weddings that I ever shot. And right before the wedding, this uh, bride's 90-year-old grandmother uh, grabbed her hand right before they were going to walk down the aisle together. So I knew it was going to be special, the fact that her yeah. grandma was walking her down the aisle. But right before they did that, her grandma just grabbed her hand and said, I just want to pray with you. And they said the sweetest God. prayer right beforehand. And it just really kind of kind of rocked me to my core and helped me realize, like, this is a moment, like, it made a beautiful photo. But yeah. to actually be able to capture that audio and and knowing that the bride and her family would be able to relive that moment mm -hmm. uh, forever is something that I personally would have treasured if I had that at my yeah. grandma. So that's just something that, that really kind of resonated with me. Um, but, you know, when it comes to team video versus not, I mean, we encounter so many people that tell us how badly they wished that they would have had a wedding video. Yeah. 
we rarely encounter people that say, I'm so glad I didn't have a videographer there. <laughs> Such a waste of money. Right. So, you know, really at the end of the day, I think uh, a marriage license is what, like 35 bucks, 50 bucks? I have no idea how much a marriage license is. That was a long time ago with Brittany. But, you know, everything else relating to a wedding, it's, you know, I would say it's kind of like a luxury to mm-hmm. have. So mm-hmm. some people simply can't afford, you know, the best photographer, the best videographer, the most expensive dress. Mm-hmm. I, we totally get that. We yeah. we're definitely on the higher end of the spectrum with pricing, um, partly because this is not our full time thing, and we are very limited in, on how many weddings we shoot. Uh, so you know the whole supply and demand. We don't have a whole lot of time, and so. Yeah. Uh, the weddings that we do take are um, typically with, with clients that have booked us, you know, a year or more in advance. They mm-hmm. know that they want the best wedding video that they can possibly get. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just one of those things that, you know, we, we don't want to have to make it a hard sell. Yeah. Um, we want people to, to see the value in what we offer. So mm-hmm. we're definitely team video. For sure. Well, and I just think like, because I have friends that haven't, it's one of those things that they do. I, I think one of the number one things that people regret not paying for for the wedding was video. And not because I think in the moment they don't realize, like, I'm not going to remember my wedding day. Like, they're like, oh, I will, I will remember all of it. But you really don't. I mean, I mean I'm speaking from people what they have told me. <laughs> I do not know yet. But even being a part of wedding days, I'm like, I don't remember what happened when or, you know, whatever. And... You know, I've had past clients that are like, oh my gosh, I didn't even remember that happened. And you now it's in my wedding video and I'll never forget it. And like, you know, even to be able to hear your voice that day, I just think you're never going to hear your voice. Like when you're 50, 60 years old and you are showing your grandbabies this video, like you don't sound like right. that anymore. Right. You don't look like that anymore. That emotion is so raw and real and for them to be able to it's just such a legacy piece I think is the not that pictures aren't I'm obviously but like pictures are a given this is the thing that's not necessarily a given but I would argue that it's sometimes more valuable than pictures but I think sometimes too and we've even had I remember a bride several several years ago just she wasn't convinced of a wedding video and I think one of the reasons was she was a like afraid to be in front of the camera. Yeah. Um, and so it's very intimidating when you think about having cameras on you all day. Mm-hmm. And if we could, you know, just share a little bit how, I guess, our routine is, it's not to be in your face mm-hmm. and in front of you yeah. and, you know, acting like we're paparazzi to you, even though you are the paparazzi mm-hmm. for yeah. the, or the, the celebrity for the day. But you know, Ryan and I really try to be in the background and mm-hmm. um, just capture moments as they're happening. And we hope that you don't even recognize that we're there. Yeah. So that just, you know, Liz, like you were saying, when you do capt- get your wedding video back and see, oh my goodness, I don't even remember that they were capturing that mm-hmm. or I didn't even remember that happening. Yeah. And that's what you we want you to feel. And that's what we want you to experience in getting a wedding video is to relive yeah. all of that without thinking, like, I had video cameras in my face all day. Okay. Yeah. So. yeah, that's so good. I think a lot of people, yeah, I'm so glad you touched on that because I feel like a lot of people probably don't. They're like, never had, a, a photographer alone feels like a lot of pressure, but it is. I feel like videographers, if they do it well, they're very stealth. Right. And like, yeah. you yeah. just don't, you're like, how did they even, how did they do what they did? <laughs> like, it didn't even feel like they were there. I, 
I have to brag on Brittany. I, sorry, I know this is like a long-winded response, but I have to brag on her because we we try really hard to um, we go into the wedding day, and our prayer is that we have opportunities to serve mm. the couple and to serve other vendors and the family and just like be a support in mm-hmm. addition to capturing the day. And we feel like we can do both. And um, my wife had heard from the bride um, recent a bride that, a wedding that we were filming recently had heard from the bride that she really wanted to do communion um, at their ceremony mm. and the church wouldn't allow it which is kind of crazy well huh. wouldn't allow it just for the two of them during the ceremony oh, right, 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 like yeah. everyone had yes to, everyone had yeah. to partake and which so, takes so a it long just time was complicated. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah and so um, Brittany had the idea to um, right after the first look she brought some juice and a loaf of bread and busted it out and surprised the couple and said, hey, I know you really wanted to do communion, um, and since you can't do it at the church, we thought we would do it right now. And so little things like that where, you know, we have an opportunity to really help the couple understand Mm -hmm. the significance of the day um, and at the same time capture moments like that. Um, Oh, my gosh. I mean, it it makes me extremely proud that – we have an opportunity. It's both, you know, I, I'm proud that we get to do it, but I'm also mm-hmm. very humbled that yeah. we have the opportunity to do this. So, oh uh, but I was, I was just blown away at proud, her happy. heart. Yep. That was awesome. So <laughs> Thanks, a couple, couple appreciated it. Oh my gosh. Brittany Worthen. <laughs> what a gosh. Well, you, you have to think about like, like we've all already established the day is an absolute blur and yeah. to give them just that to, moment yes, to be still to be, and together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. Well, that's like <laughs> great segue, Ryan. Yeah, no, that's exactly. <laughs> I literally was great like, one did you question. know what was coming? Um, so you may have just answered it, but has there been a moment or moments perhaps in your career that gave you that feeling of this is why I do this. This is why capturing moments on film is so important and why I feel called to this. I mean, I feel like you just told a bunch, but yeah. I feel like I can think of a ton more for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I got this one. All right, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, she's hitting me under the table because she wants to answer. You so. answered the last one. Right. So you um, okay, just like, give me the money. <laughs> give me. The I think stick. personally, for me, when we first started filming together, uh, we never really talked about me joining in with him on filming wedding videos. It just kind of happened naturally, mm-hmm. and. I was in a season of life where we were newlyweds. I was in grad school. I was teaching a new grade. I was an elementary school teacher at the time. And weekends were my time to do my homework and recuperate. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about spending weekends not doing that was very stressful. And I found myself in a really, really dark spot with, with going to film weddings um, not because I don't enjoy weddings, but just because like it was hard to give up that time. And so mm-hmm. I decided that I needed to take time, quiet time, every before every wedding that we had to literally pray out loud that God would go before me and shape my attitude and my mood. Mm-hmm. And I had written out a specific prayer where I prayed it out loud and I'm telling, like, I'm 100% confident that's what changed the trajectory of of Real Special because it got to a point where Ryan didn't enjoy doing it because I wasn't enjoying it. Mm -hmm. And I think part of that, through 
you know, praying that prayer and asking God to change my heart was the realization that this is a couple's most important, one of Mm -hmm. their most important days of their entire life. And the fact that they are choosing real special to capture their most important day is an incredible honor. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I get to be side by side with Mm -hmm. the bride for hours before everyone else gets to see her and I get to tell her how beautiful she is and I get to carry her train or carry her flowers or, you know, get footage of her with her girls or whatever. It's just so special. And to constantly be thinking about that as I'm doing it, it's a great reminder that, hey, this is why we're doing it. It's Mm -hmm. because... Like Ryan said earlier, we want to be there to serve. We want to be there to love and just represent the Lord the best way that we can through mm-hmm. through our business. Mm. Preach, sis. That's good. I mean, that, I mean, yeah. I feel like people who don't, you can tell in the wedding industry, like, who has that heart and who doesn't. Like, they're just in it because they think wedding, being a wedding vendor is cash cow. It's not. <laughs> um <laughs> It, and then people who do it because they genuinely want to love and serve people on such a special occasion. So I'm just honored to know you all and be Aww. your friends because thanks, Liz. We feel the same way. Oh my god. Well, and we were talking about this the other day. I don't remember why, but it's not necessarily your wedding day is not necessarily about the wedding. It should mm-hmm. be about the marriage. Oh, uh, we were talking about that at um, oh. Brews and, and brides and brews. And brews. I was yes. Like, what is it called? Yes. Um, but seriously, though, I mean, your wedding day—it's a—it's a day to celebrate, obviously, but it is also a day to start your marriage mm-hmm. and build your marriage. What? Why are you saying start <laughs> you're, your marriage? No, it, you're you're I'm, right. It is a day to start your marriage. <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to like do one of her really funny fun facts about Brittany. <laughs> Whatever, whatever. Oh, mercy. <laughs> yeah, that might have been a Britney. Uh, you know what it I wasn't. mean. Not it was start your marriage. You yeah. start your marriage way before that. You begin your marriage. <laughs> Why are you making fun of me right no, now? No, I'm not. I'm looking at you. Okay. I love you. With mm-hmm. googly eyes. Oh, man. Moving next, right along. Next question, please. <laughs> well, and, and with all of that, I mean, starting your marriage, um, but you guys advocate for it so beautifully on wedding days and as you're working with clients up until their day, but you all also outside of your your job as videographers are huge advocates for promoting, not promoting, but like maintaining and growing healthy marriages. Um, you all are really honest and vulnerable on your social media and your blog, but you also do it right here in our community. You you lead small groups in, our, in your church and you all are just huge champions for for beautiful marriages. So what is it for you all um, that drives this desire to build encouraging community for this, this season of life? I would say what drives it for us is uh, an understanding that there are certain aspects of marriage that are really hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we first got married, our first, I would say our first two to three years of marriage were a roller coaster, to put it gently. Um, the first year especially was incredibly difficult. Um, and that's something that, yeah, we, we are vulnerable about that and share openly that, you know, it was a rocky start for our marriage. Um, Mm -hmm. and I think, I think a lot of couples can relate to that. And, um, for us as a young married couple, we really didn't have community. Um, neither of our families live close to us. 
and as newlyweds, we didn't have a lot of uh, Christian friends around mm-hmm. us, um, especially like young married couples that yeah. you know we could kind of share and uh, connect with, and you know, I guess understand um, and just talk out some of the challenges of of being newlyweds. But for us, I think it's really driven by a desire to help other couples um, avoid some of the you know, pitfalls and mm-hmm. mistakes that we made early on in our marriage. And one of the easiest ways that we can do that, you know, I, I mentioned that we really didn't feel like we had community for the mm-hmm. first couple of years. What the answer to that for us was a small group at our church. Yeah. And uh, so we really feel strongly about living in community with others who, you know, share your same beliefs. And so for us, uh, we want to be a source where other young married couples can come into our home ask us absolutely anything about marriage or life or faith um, mm-hmm. and, you know, really just establish those relationships and, and be a sounding board mm-hmm. um, because we didn't feel like we really had that. Yeah, yeah. That's so sweet. It, It is. I feel like community is like the most generous thing we can do with our lives and not, not like a selfish generosity, but like it's so life-giving to everyone involved. Those like, even when you're quote unquote the leader of it, like it, it's just as life-giving most of the time <laughs> with, with the right people, you know, to, to have that for each other. It's hard that. though. I mean, yeah. you have to be vulnerable you have to let your guard down Mm -hmm. and I mean there have been many times when Ryan and I have been leading life groups in our home or going to another couple's home to do life group and we've been in an argument or the devil is just I mean pouring heavy Mm -hmm. on on whatever I mean it could be something silly or whatever but um you know just being vulnerable and going to life group and saying, hey, we were just in an argument. But, mm-hmm. you know, just being real with others, I think, is is important. But Yeah, it is. It totally yeah. is. Well, and going off of that, for you all and your marriage, what has been the best encouragement you've received and how has it carried you towards hope in seasons where where you desperately needed it? I think Ryan touched on this a minute ago. Um, You know, we sought out counseling in our first year, and I think it was a little hard to admit that we needed it. I Mm. think pride got in the way on both of both of our hearts, I guess, and just thinking about we need counseling and we need you know counseling to move past this or have a mediator help to help us work through this. Mm -hmm. But it. It really helped so much. We learned so much about our family, you know, individually, like our family's mm-hmm. backgrounds and, and why we handle conflict the way that we do. So just seeking out counseling has helped and having um, accountability partners in our life uh, has been been helpful for each of us. What, I don't know if you want to add anything more. I got nothing on that one. I think, I think you did a good job. <laughs> I think, okay, so at weddings, sometimes the DJ, you know, like the anniversary dance that Mm -hmm. they do, and then when it dwindles down to like, oh, this couple's been married for 80 years, what piece of advice do you have? (laughs) And I think nine times out of ten, they always say something about communicating, like about... Don't go to bed angry. Yes. I feel like I hear that. Oh my gosh. Yes, you do. Don't go to bed angry or um, always communicate with one another. 
I mean, that, yes, that is the key to marriage. I think in the first, probably mostly the first year, but the first couple years, I always expected Ryan to read my mind. And <laughs> guess what, guys? Or girls? <laughs> guys can't read your mind. I'm pretty illiterate in that yeah. arena. And there were, you know, I, rem- I remember it was our first year of marriage and Valentine's Day was coming up, and I'm not. Oh my gosh. Um, She's going there. No, but oh. I'm not big on Valentine's. Like, I just need flowers and a card. That's all I need. Not anything big or extravagant. And so Valentine's is approaching. Didn't you ask me like? Oh, it's do funny. You want it's anything? funny that you say all I need is flowers and a card when you specifically told me. I don't need anything for Valentine's Day. Yes, because... I'm like, don't... I mean, like, don't you want flowers in a car? And you're like, no. I mean, no. It, like, don't okay, worry. Don't, I don't remember don't. that part of the conversation. And so <laughs> Valentine's Day rolls around. I'm so happy. And, and he got me nothing. Absolutely nothing. Told, you, you told me not to get you anything. <laughs> <laughs> I listen. I was... I, you I mean, listened. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, though. I did tell you I didn't want anything, but I was expecting him to read my mind <laughs> mm-hmm. of, oh, yeah. a card and... Flowers would be nice. And, you know, with all the... Here, I'm just going way off. But with all the Enneagram stuff and the the love language, I think that's been a huge piece for us Mm -hmm. is discovering what our love languages are because my top one is words of affirmation. So getting handwritten notes or cards, Mm -hmm. like cards, a card for Valentine's Day, a card for my birthday, a card for anniversary. Those things are, I mean, small tokens of, of... to show love, but huge speak volumes to yeah. me in my heart. I mean, that carries me for weeks. Um, he's always been so good about leaving notes in my lunchbox and and things like that. So I think my lunchbox. I feel like I'm going back to grade school. You are, yes. you are a teacher. I, I do still carry lunch okay. bag. I should say lunch bag to school. No shame in that. But you know, just recognizing how the other best feels love mm-hmm. and really trying to communicate your love through that way is, I mm-hmm. think, is a really good piece of advice and something that we've had to learn the hard way. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I, I love that. I think, you like, utilizing those tools, like, acknowledging those things and then utilizing tools like counseling and love languages test and any great, like, these things mm-hmm. that are, they're not gospel, but, like, they are tools the Lord has Absolutely. provided to be yeah. like, I can help you here. Like, this does not have to be this hard. I didn't and promise it to be easy, but it doesn't have to be this hard, you, you know? You hit the nail on the head. Like, I think a lot of times, and I think I was even guilty of this in getting married, that when you get married, it's honeymoon time, you know? Mm-hmm. Not literally, but, like, for the rest of the time that you're married, it's just going to be this wedding bliss. Mm-hmm. And... While being married is one of the most beautiful things that I've ever been able to experience in my life, it's also been one of the very hardest things mm-hmm. in my life, and that's because marriage is work. Um, and I mean that in the best I'm way. Pretty needy. I, mean, <laughs> I I do mean that. In the- I have literally cooked one meal since we've been married, and I nearly burnt the house down. Was that the so. mac and cheese? Night? No, that was the second meal that I left. <laughs> individual right. post-it right. okay, notes yeah. That, yeah. That well, and amazing. you still burnt it yeah it doesn't count as a meal if it's not edible so <laughs> but <laughs> seriously tried. yeah you know just i don't even know what i was saying but how it's hard it's yeah true. it yeah. is hard work it is yeah, very it is. hard and i think to investing into relationships and not just a marriage i mean friendships families mm-hmm. 
spending actual time to invest is something I'm really struggling with right now. And we had um, we had a friend in one of our previous life groups say to us one time, you know, you bring your A game to work and you, you give it your mm-hmm. best, you give it your all, and you get home, your spouse, your loved ones, they don't deserve your C game mm-hmm. or whatever it was. Yeah. I think that was the right way to say it. But, you know, you shouldn't be bringing bring home the leftovers leftovers. Mm. and I feel like the majority of the time I do that because I'm drained in every way possible and I think just to remind yourself and just to ask the Lord to pour into you to be able to continue to pour into others especially your marriage it's it's Mm. worth it that's so good yeah don't give your loved ones your leftovers. That yeah, is right. like, that's a nugget. That's a nugget. <laughs> Take unless, that for all it's worth. <laughs> unless they're like leftovers from Harry's or, or Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I'm good with those kind of leftovers. But <laughs> Anything yeah. else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, and that's, I love that. And I think you guys kind of tapped into this already. But through your own marriage and maybe even through the couples you've done life with, what have you found to be the greatest source of conflict and also the greatest source of joy in your marriage. And what's your best piece of advice for working through the conflict and for also cherishing the joy? I'll tackle the conflict one if you want to <laughs> get the that. joy part of it. I, well, <laughs> so, I mean, just to cut right down to the core of it, mm-hmm. we believe that the source of conflict is always the devil. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never forget, there was a message at church one time and the uh, former pastor at Southland was uh, was just trying to illustrate the fact that, especially in relationships, Satan loves nothing more than to drive a wedge between mm, two people. Totally. And I shared that with Brittany very early on in our marriage, and it's kind of been one of those things where we can always, where we try mm-hmm. and hit the pause button in the midst of an argument or disagreement and just say, okay, this is clearly something that Satan is trying to drive a wedge between us. Mm-hmm. Like, we cannot, we cannot be split. You know, we we can't let that wedge come come in and divide us. Like, it could be the most trivial thing. Like, I don't remember what one of our most recent arguments was, but like stupid, stupid stuff. And mm-hmm. then sometimes it's big stuff that mm-hmm. we disagree over. But no matter what the issue is, at the core of it, it's. The fact that God wired me and Brittany totally differently. Like, mm-hmm. we, I cannot read her mind. She can't read my mind. Mm-hmm. We don't communicate perfectly with each other. We never will. Like, you just have to accept these realities that, like, there are some aspects of marriage that are really hard. Mm-hmm. There are aspects of any relationship totally. that, are, that are hard. Yeah. The more invested you get, the more challenging it can become. And so we are all in in this marriage. And so... It just comes with the territory mm-hmm. that there's going to be conflict. But how you deal with that conflict and I think the willingness to continue to deal with the conflict, even though you know it's going to keep coming, is something that you're signing up for when mm-hmm. you're standing in front of your friends and family promising mm-hmm. to love each other through yeah. it. It's it's a lot different to say it up in front of mm-hmm. your friends and family. It's a whole different thing. To live it. Eight and a half, mm-hmm. nine years into marriage, to live it and... You know, it's it's a choice. Love is truly a choice, and it's a beautiful mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. but it's definitely a choice. And so, uh, it's all about, I think, perspective and just knowing that 
doesn't really matter what the conflict is. You know, mm-hmm. some people will say money. Some people will say, you know, job and stress and time and kids and all these other factors. But really, when you cut down mm-hmm. to it, I mean, there's a force that's much bigger than us yeah. that would not love not, nothing more than to see our marriage fail and relationships fail mm-hmm. and, you know, so... I'll talk about joy in a second, but speaking <laughs> speaking of conflict, Uh-oh. so Liz, our beautiful best friend Liz, had asked us <laughs> to do the podcast back in season one. Oh, and, I love that you're going to tell this. Uh, just let's be vulnerable, Worthen, here for a second. Yeah. Um, we were headed north to a Michael Bublé concert because he is my all-time favorite. He is not um, my all-time favorite. <laughs> Don't Stone. lie. You were singing every song up in that balcony. Mm, I'm kidding. Debatable. Okay. So, anyways, we were supposed to do a podcast interview with you um, back early March, and I had to text you and just say, we we can't because we're not going to fake this. We were um, on the way to the concert and we got into really, really bad weather, and um, Ryan would not say it was bad weather, but it was treacherous. I'm from tre- the north. Treacherous. I'm from tre- tre- treacherous. Treacherous. <laughs> treacherous. It was Very treacherous. <laughs> there it is. There's one of my isms. We're gonna okay. go ahead and uh, flag that one for follow up. Put that one on your list. There was it was it was snowing, and I'm from the south. <laughs> so, anyways, long story short, the argument was stemmed from my issues with his driving, and I'm not sure if any of you ladies out there would have similar um, experiences with your <laughs> loved one and their driving, but... <laughs> it was stemmed from your issues with my driving and my issues with your control, mm. right? I mean, there are kind of a couple different things at play here. No. No? Mm. <laughs> We talked in counseling not to put that blame on each other. Well, okay. Yeah. We, it was because I felt unsafe and my, I didn't feel that you were acknowledging my feelings. You were more concerned about how confident you felt than acknowledging Mm. my feelings. Anyways, long story short, just in, we were trying to work through a hard, hard argument and that argument ended up having us seek out counseling because we just no matter what you know as we tried to work through it that weekend we tried to work through it the next week it just Mm -hmm. kept getting worse and worse and worse and when you're in the heat of the moment like ugly things are said and you know anyways we had to work through that and so yeah the devil loves to put a wedge in between marriages and just being able to recognize that and not being too prideful to say we need help because mm-hmm. like you said, we're in it for the long run and we will fight as hard as we have to, to mm-hmm. make it work. But yeah, yeah, it's hard work. Okay. So joy. Yep. Well, and I want to just say yes. like, as somewhat like speaking to the value of community, like I remember getting that text from you and being like, that was huge. That was huge that you like, let me, and she didn't say much. It just was like, Hey, we can't. But I know you enough to know, like, that took a lot of courage for her to say this to me. And it takes a lot of courage for her to just own that, well, for them collectively to say, like, now is not good. And, like, we need help. And, like, me me sending you this text, like, that gave me the opportunity to pray for my friends. Mm-hmm. And I didn't need details. I, And so I think there's just, again, like, being vulnerable with your people. Mm-hmm. Um 
is one of the greatest things we can do. And it hurts sometimes and it's painful to, to go there, but it's, it's just sweet. It was yeah. sweet to be able to be let in on that to like, no, like, okay, my friends need help and, and love. You, and you prayed for us and yeah. you even, I mean, two weeks later checked in with me and said, hey girl, hey sis, yeah. how's it going? And yeah, that meant, that meant a lot, but yeah, we're good now. Awesome. High five. Okay. Um, I would say, I'll make this short and sweet, the greatest joy is just getting to live life with with you, with my best friend. Um, He didn't really travel much before we got married, and I have the travel bug all the time where I want to go anywhere in a tropical, nice, warm place particularly. But just the adventures that we've been able to take together, I've totally convinced him that sweet should be a main course Meal course, course meals. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I yeah. mean, main, main yeah. course yeah. of of your dietary needs each day. I don't know where I'm going with this, but I, you know, love sharing sweets with you yeah. and Oreos and that would explain chocolate chip cookies. Six pounds that I put on <laughs> since we first got married. No, but seriously, I think some of my most favorite times together are sitting on the couch catching up on shows we get willow to bed we get takeout um and it's just a time to just be still and we don't have to talk to each other but just mm-hmm. you know being together quality time that's another yeah love yeah. language of mine yeah so yeah that. well i'm gonna get all spiritual on you here oh, do okay. it jesus jesus <laughs> jesus 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 now i would say the greatest joy for me uh and I know this is cheesy, but just knowing that, like, we share the same desire to keep God at the center of mm-hmm. our marriage. Yeah. Um, it was funny. We were kind of talking through this earlier, and, and I told Brittany, I said, do you want to know what my greatest joy is sex. In, in our marriage? <laughs> she's like, sex. <laughs> I'm like, well, yes. Definitively. Absolutely. For, for sure yes, that. that is definitely... I'm blushing. Glad you all definitely. can't see that. <laughs> But <laughs> that wasn't what I was actually thinking at that moment. I was thinking, no, in, in all honesty, I just, you know, when God is at the center of your marriage, or at least when that's your desire to keep God at the center of your marriage, like it makes a lot of things a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. For example, like making decisions, like big life decisions and, you know, how we're going to raise Willow. Those, mm-hmm. like, those yeah. are things that it's... You know, it. I think it has just helped us, like, I think see a clear path, and, and we're both aimed in the same direction. And, and to mm-hmm. me, that's that's a tremendous joy. So mm-hmm. just knowing that we share that, and it that doesn't, I don't think that comes naturally. I think that's yeah. something that you have to be intentional about. You have to have mm-hmm. a desire to grow in your personal faith, and so it requires that you spend time with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And I've never, you know, I've never been consistently good at that mm-hmm. um but it's something that Brittany and I challenge each other to do and hold each other accountable in, in many different ways to to do that and to try and keep God at the center of our lives mm-hmm. so um, that's the greatest joy for me mm. and also the sex also that God created <laughs> yeah that brings hey, the full circle all the praise sex hands. is worship in the right context. In the right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving on. So they tell me. Anyway. Um, oh, it's it's my favorite part. Well, not really. <laughs> well, I do love this part because it's consistent and everyone's answers are fun. But um, 
Yeah, that's why it's my favorite part. Okay. Um, so, it's that part of the night when I ask you guys my favorite question, which is, our mantra here at Twirl is, she twirled through life with a heart full of joy. What is the foundation of your all's joy? Which we kind of touched on, but yeah. take it away. Um, you just reiterate. Yeah, what Ryan just said, just um, having a foundation in the Lord, and um, I think something that builds on our foundation. I think I read a book um, back in January, and it's called Awe, I believe, A-W-E mm. by David Tripp. I think that's what oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Absolutely life-changing as far as my outlook or um, my thoughts about church, where I think before reading that book, it talked about, or my thoughts about church were, you know, it was... It, not mandatory, but it was an every Sunday thing. Wake mm-hmm. up at this time, go, come home. Um, you know, wear whatever I want. It's fine. Just roll in there with my hair in a bun or, or whatever I need to. Not saying that's a bad thing. But <laughs> where I'm going with this is that the book helped me to realize that going to going to church is going into the Lord's house and mm-hmm. into a place of worship and mm-hmm. we should be in awe of the Lord and that experience mm-hmm. and for that one hour where we get to take Willow to children's church to nursery where she gets to sing and um, do praise songs and you know we go pick her up and she's got a Bible verse label stuck to her back of the Bible <laughs> verse that they've prayed over her life for that week or for that day and then us getting that hour together in worship, um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what starts the joy, for I think, for us for the week. But also just in making sure that we are um, just making each other a priority. I mm-hmm. think it's important. We really try to reserve Sunday as, as a family day. Naps are typically number mm-hmm. two on the list of Sundays, church. <laughs> no, ch- no, church, then first watch. Yeah. You all, we go to first watch like every Sunday. It's ridiculous. We know the waitresses. We know the managers. We, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, and just keeping that day a day about family and um, that really, truly is the foundation of our joy is the Lord and our family. Yeah. And our friends. And our friends. Are you friends? Yeah, I do. It's funny. I feel like that was those holy rhythms. Like that was something I've talked a lot about with mm-hmm. friends before. Is like, we if you don't have those, you feel out of sync. Like something feels off. So having that, it can feel redundant at times. But when you do, you have that understanding of like, it's not something to check off my list. This is like what keeps yes. me grounded. Yes, and, and that's exactly what enough. the book talked about. Yeah. you know, not getting in that rut of just going to go it's you know put on put on good clothes you are worshiping before the mm-hmm. lord you know be your best for him and and, and you know so take that with a grain of salt because right. yeah. you know sometimes we don't have a lot to offer and there are many times when i don't have a lot to offer the lord where i just need to go sit and be poured into but yeah. um i think just keeping that in mind mm-hmm. i think is really yeah really like, helpful yeah those things that bring wholeness to you yeah and for you all that's and it could be different for anyone totally you know totally like, 
But like whatever ice those cream could bring you the listen. foundation of your joy, and that it would does. be absolutely okay because the Lord knows I go through many pints in this house through <laughs> months. But we won't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> I love you. And for people that don't know Brittany, like, you need to know that she's, like, the most, like, tight fit little thing Uh, that she can... (laughs) And Ryan's face is now like, "Mm mm-hmm, yes, she is. Anyway. I'm just thinking about ice cream. (laughs) Sex and ice cream, man. You got nothing else from this podcast. (laughs) Sex and ice cream are good. And we love Jesus around here. That's right. Um, Well, if people didn't know you before... They know you now very well, and they are obsessed with you. I feel very, I feel very confident in that. But tell, tell the people if they want to keep up with the Worthens, what is the best way that they can follow along with you guys? So uh, our wedding video business is real special. So mm-hmm. you can follow us on Instagram. And it's, it's just... not real, like R E A L. It's real, like a <laughs> film, film real. <laughs> R E E L. All right, thank you. Real special. Thank you. That's the educator coming out. This is a teacher. Southern, Southern educator. Yeah. So that's boy. If that's not some branding wizardry, I don't know what it is. Well, I just need. I just need to make sure everyone has that visual in their head. So Instagram at real special and can spell it correctly when they Google search us. That's right. Okay, keep going. And then book you when they use the Google. Uh, so yeah, real special on Instagram. Uh, we're on Facebook, Twitter, you know, all the things, YouTube, um, and then we also have a blog. Uh, it's kind of more of a personal blog, and we're a little delinquent on keeping it updated. But it's just theworthens.org, and uh, so it's a place where you know we we struggled uh, to get pregnant, so it was mm-hmm. an opportunity for us to kind of just share our journey with others, um, and you know. It's, it's kind of been a place where when we're going through the valleys, we feel like, hey, this is a time that we need to be vulnerable. And so mm-hmm. we've used that blog as a way to, to kind of share that. And we've also shared some joys. Lots of pictures mm-hmm. of Willow, uh, oh. our sweet, mm-hmm. sweet two-year-old baby girl. Um, so lots of happy moments, too. Um, but we post travel stuff. And um, I'm a huge geek, so I like to post tech stuff out there. But, yeah, theworthens.org. Um, yeah, so those are the, the two main places you can find us. I feel like this past year we've been in a a, a dry season with our blog. I am. That's what I say every it's year. It's a parched desert. But the stuff that's there is really good. Sparse. Yeah. Um, I'm working on my doctorate, and this past semester was probably the hardest um, part of my program so far, and it literally took every ounce of energy out of me so just being able to pour into anything besides that my work and my family has been been really hard but plus you know if you want to know another little interesting fact about me i don't really like social media true story i well i don't heard it here first yeah so ryan is pretty much our go-to on social i love posting stories because i love posting stuff about willow but other than that, like, I just don't get all the algorithms and the, is that, did I say it yeah, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm, really, proud. I'm really proud of you, actually, right <laughs> The now. algorithms and the technical side of it, and whew, it's just all over my head. So I just, it's hard for me to, to stay engaged in that way, and I think that's really terrible of me because we have so many great friends and, and followers who are always so great about commenting and liking our stuff, which we so appreciate. 
Um, but I will be the first to admit that I'm terrible about investing time into doing that for others, which I want to get better at. But again, social media is just not my thing. But, but Ryan's really great at it. He is really He's good. the yin to your yang. That's, that's very true. And I'll say, anytime that anyone comments or engages with us on social media, you know, I can't wait to share those things with Brittany. She, her preference is, you know, for me to bring to attention, you know, hey, this is what this person said. Like, you mm-hmm. need to go respond. And then she gets all excited and she responds. <laughs> she doesn't enjoy the hours and hours the of browsing and keeping up yeah. like it, mm-hmm. that, with everything that she has going on that can just get overwhelming. And so, you're really o- you're really OCD about what's posted I mean, you on have our to keep account. your aesthetic. It's so, about, like, planally. Where are my planally people at? Let's just, let's just be honest and say one of the main reasons I don't post on social media is because I'm so intimidated by my own husband. Oh! oh. it. But he All does right. it so well that I just let him. Oh, good yeah. save. You are good really save. good at you it. You are though. so good at it. Yes, he's a whiz. Well, you are Mr. Real Special. You really are. I would like to think of us as Mr. and Mrs. Real Special. But you are the Mr. Real Special. We should go have ice cream and sex. (laughs) I'm going to go now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, one more piece of advice. Someone told us if you ever are in an argument or a fight, you should just strip your clothes off. It's really hard to fight naked. That's right. Actually, it's really fun to fight naked. No. It's really awkward. <laughs> Not that we've tried it, but <laughs> but maybe sometimes. But maybe you know, if you can't get past something, you should just take your clothes off and try to find it. I love you so much right now. <laughs> I do too. I'm like, she's gonna text me tomorrow. I'm like, hey, can you cut out all the sex talk? <laughs> well, it is marriage and no, real this life is stuff. And... This will probably be like the favorite episode of season oh, two. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't know about all that, but. Well, we so appreciate your invitation Aww. to yeah. uh, to have us on, and we just we have to take a minute and brag on oh you my gosh. and Ty. And Ooh, yes. I want to vomit. No, no, seriously, <laughs> you guys are a beacon in our community Aww. and in the wedding industry. Absolutely, I, I mean, so there's kind. not there's not a single vendor that we know that um, has anything negative to say about you guys. It's mm. the polar opposite. You guys are so encouraging, so uplifting, so engaging with others. And, you know, I think back to the Joyful Day giveaway. And, I mean, this was an idea that you guys really um, brought to the table because you have such a heart for serving and loving others. And that resonates with us and so many other people that we know. So we just want to thank you and and make sure you know how much we appreciate and value our friendship and uh, and this podcast. Like, what an honor to to be on here. So thank you. Well, I'm crying, so, well, there's that. If this doesn't make the cut, you know why. I'm just kidding. You know, that's really kind. Thank you. I love you guys. Um, yeah, guys, hang out with the Worthens. You can do that by booking them for your wedding, but also you should just be their friend on social media because it's awesome. Or in real life. Real life's better, but, you know, sometimes yeah. that's hard. But... We don't get out much. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Brittany's buried in books. But if you go to Southland and you see them, mm-hmm. say hi. But that's almost over. Like we, we're, we're, we're close. We're, in the home we're really close. Of uh, school, can, not yeah. church. <laughs> then you can call. Oh yes. Then you can call yes. me Doctor Real Special. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Doctor Real Special. 
Oh, oh, it's actually Dr. Mrs. Real Special. That's got a certain ring to it. Mm. I don't think I'll be putting on a business card. But. <laughs> I'm kidding. But it's a thought. It's a thought. Mm. Oh, man. Well, guys, I love you. Thank you for doing this. Thank we you. We love this you. Was, Thank yeah, you. a lot of fun. I wasn't kidding. I will, I will never tell you a lie, my friends. Are Ryan and Brittany not just the best? <laughs> so real, so fun. Just thank you, Ryan and Brittany, for your honesty, your openness, and just being you. I'm so grateful to know you and call you friends. This was such a treat. If you are not already considering wedding videography, I hope that you will consider it now. And I hope that you'll consider Real Special to be your vendors. Uh, get in touch with them at realspecial.com and see if they can be a part of your amazing wedding day. They'll only make it that much better. I promise. Um, guys, if you loved what you heard today, please, please, please go on Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and kind review just so we can continue to get in the ears and hearts of as many people as possible your reviews and support and sharing on your own social media is how we get to do that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your continued love and support. We are deeply grateful. Speaking of support, another huge shout out to Piper Pals and their amazing, amazing sponsorship of today's podcast. Don't forget to mention Twirl Talk to get 15% off their wedding day concierge service um, to take care of your loved, loved little pet. That sounded weird, but you know what I mean. (laughs) Um, Courtney and her team are fantastic, and we're just so grateful for their love and support of the podcast. All right, gang, that's all I got for you right now. I hope that you were just uplifted and encouraged by today's episode. Feel free to follow along with us at TwirlX and Twirl Talk Podcast on Instagram. And if you're in the, the, uh, what am I trying to say? If you're in search of a wedding dress, come and let us celebrate you over at Twirl Boutique here in Lexington, Kentucky. Um, Go online, twirlboutique.com, and book your appointment today. All right, y'all. We'll be back soon. We love you. Bye.